Hey everybody, Jerome Bivens in Baltimore, and um, I guess I have to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, because the Super Bowl was yesterday, and Los Angeles won. It was a decent game. Uh, I admit I was probably pulling for Cincinnati for a lot of different reasons. I, I have a lot of respect for Joe Burrow, because he seems to be a young man who is very selfless, and I'll never forget his speech uh, regarding his hometown in Cincinnati and how he brought attention to the poor people and their plight when it comes to um, being hungry and not having enough food. I thought that was very moving. I thought that was very important. And I thought that that was a good thing for somebody in his position to do, you know, to bring attention to people that are suffering from food insecurity, not only in Ohio, but around the country. And also shine the light on the fact that poverty affects white people and everybody, not just black people. You know, again, it was a decent game. Um, I have to comment on the fact that the lead official, the lead ref, was a black man. I always look at situations like that with three open eyes because when you first see a black referee in charge of officiating the Super Bowl, you may think, oh, wow, this is a big deal. You know, black people making progress. And don't get me wrong, it is progress, but... I call him Captain Doby. Captain Doby is a term that I developed many years ago when I used to watch Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch were two white detectives, and you know they were the main characters in the TV show. They were the heroes, as it were, and their superior officer was Captain Doby, a black man. And again, you look at this situation and you say, oh, wow, these two white detectives have a black superior officer and see that was the world within the script that was the hypothetical but in reality the black actor that played Captain Doby it was a bit role it was an insignificant role I mean in the context of the make-believe world of Starsky and Hutch he was an important character but in the real world he was not he was just a supporting actor playing second fiddle to the two white main characters. And see, that's what we have with this black referee officiating the Super Bowl. You know, right off the bat, you say, oh my God, this is a big deal. That's an important job. And it was an important job. But in the grand scheme of things, he didn't own either of the teams. He didn't own any NFL franchises. Now, of course, you know, the the white commentators mentioned more than once that this black referee was a practicing attorney. Um, but again, it doesn't diminish the fact that he was a Captain Doby character. It was just another effort uh, by the NFL, uh, by mainstream, to patronize black people. Speaking of patronization, the halftime show, which featured all but one prominent black hip-hop artist, and of course some people will call Eminem, who is a white hip-hop artist, would call him just as black as the other people. Again, patronization, and you had 
You can't talk about the halftime show without acknowledging the fact that Eminem, who is a white man, did take a knee. And, of course, this was significant because there is a controversy surrounding whether the NFL wanted Eminem to take a knee. Well, whether they wanted him to or not, he did. Uh, And I hope that we all talk about it and continue to talk about the Super Bowl and continue to talk about the ramifications of the entire projection, the entire production, the entire endeavor. One thing I did say to my son is it felt normal. You know, there was apparently a mask requirement, and you know, you can't talk about anything nowadays without talking about the pandemic, but there was apparently a mask retirement in effect at SoFi Stadium where the Super Bowl was played, but if you watched it on TV, there were very few people wearing masks. And I think that was kind of good because, again, people are trying to move forward. It was also good that people came together from all over the country and all over the world to participate. You know, we had two brown women at the beginning of the Super Bowl singing America the beautiful and the national anthem. I think that was obviously a good thing. But, 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 the bottom line is we have no black ownership in the NFL. Very few black coaches in the NFL. And we cannot continue to look the other way. Oh my God, they're letting us play. That's good enough. No, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And we have to improve our own states and put ourselves in better positions so we can become owners, not only in the NFL and the NBA and NASCAR and so forth and so on, but across the board. You know, I'm proud that I am a small business, small minority business owner in the city of Baltimore. And I hope that down the road we can increase the number of minority-owned businesses in the city of Baltimore, in the state of Maryland, in the United States.